Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to Teach Better Today Morning Show, where the Teach Better team has the opportunity to join you every single morning, Monday through Friday, for, I don't know, Kickstarter to your week, Kickstarter to your day. Um, it is 7 a.m. Eastern, and I am only about four steps through my coffee, so we are going to be drinking coffee and talking shop about really good things that we should be thinking about through August. Katie Miglin is in the house, and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, welcome back to Teach Better Today Morning Show, where we are live every single morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. Katie, I just want on the record, because I know you won't let me talk about it, my coffee is cold, which means it must be August. Yeah, like, is it cold because it's its first time being cold, or have you already put it in the microwave like three times, like I do most days? Oh, I, I could do that after the show. No, it's cold, like I made it. I've been like trying to drink it, but keep getting distracted. And yeah. now I have time to sit and consume my coffee. And it's, it's like gross because it's not mm -hmm. hot. Okay. I'm going to tell you my little trick for those of you who have the same issue. Either you can choose to throw it in the microwave or I sometimes embrace that it's cold and I fill a cup with ice and I pour it over the top and then I've got myself an iced coffee. Yeah. I have nothing against an iced coffee. It's just the intention. Like if you're yeah. not intending for it to be cold, it's disappointing. But if you make right. it a nice coffee, it's now it's a treat. Well, that's why I like do it. Cause if it's like, I take that first sip and I'm like, oh, then it like helps me change my mindset of like, oh, oh. Okay, now I've got a nice coffee. Look at you changing your mindset. That's so hey, great. You know, speaking of coffee, can I, can I share a story of what happened to me yesterday? Oh, I cannot. Wait. It's actually not really about coffee. Okay, so many of you guys know Abby Lyons. She is associated with our, you know, team. She like works with us, whatever. She's fantastic. Well, we I've like shared this a billion times, but she owns a local coffee and yoga shop in the town that I live in. So yesterday I was on the road working with a client and I was like, you know what? I could use a banana bread latte and an acai bowl from her coffee shop. Do you just say banana bread latte? You sound so uppity. <laughs> I know. And I'm okay with it. Cause it is literally the best thing ever. Like they make the banana bread, like syrup in house. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I, it's worth a drive or plane to Bloomington normal. I'm just saying. You want them to come to central Illinois. I don't know how to try a banana bread latte. I've never seen that anywhere. So I feel right? like maybe it's a destination thing. She's creating mm -hmm. the reason to go to that area. All right, go ahead. Yes. So I get this, I go and I'm like, I get there a little early because I'm like, you know, just wanting to wake up. And it was like kind of first day back at clients. We're back on the road. You know, I know we talked about that. So I went and I ordered and the barista, very sweet, was like, hey, there's an online order that got messed up. Can they jump ahead of you so I can get theirs going? And I was like, totally fine. I didn't sit there very long. I didn't think I just played on my phone, checked email, whatever. And then I get to the school, food was great, coffee was great, get to the school, I'm working with a client, get a voicemail, and it is from Miss Abby Lyons, who was apologizing for my maybe 10 minute wait. 
and is like, I'm so sorry. That does not represent the people we are. We had an online issue. So she sent me uh, like a thank you in my text. And I was like, what is happening? Like, this is so nice. But also it was one of those moments where it was like, how often do we go somewhere? And it takes a little bit. And like, we're either frustrated or not, whatever. But it's like, we've just become like used to that, right? Like things happen. People are human. And they went above and beyond to make sure that I knew that it was not what their philosophy was that they like. She's like, I promise in the future, your coffee and bowl will be faster. And I was like, this was, this is like good business. Like I already think she runs a phenomenal establishment. I love the vibes. I love all of it. But like to personally call a customer to say like, Hey, sorry, you waited a few extra minutes and you know, here's a coffee on us. Yeah. That's like above and beyond, but, right. but don't, okay, wait. So don't you feel though, and I know this is like just a slight transition. Don't you feel though that we don't always go the extra mile for the yeah. person that doesn't complain, but more often than not, we go the extra mile for the person that is upset, does complain. Like yes. maybe there's some discussion there because mm-hmm. that's the same when people are more like, there's a bigger, oh my gosh, I'm not going to phrase this right. There's more frequently people, people. yeah, people write a negative review, but if they have a positive experience, they don't write the positive review. Right. Okay. Yes. And I, I a hundred percent think you're right. And I think that's what caught me off guard so much as I was like, I wasn't mad. Did you think I was mad? Like I was like, I thought I was really nice this morning, but I think you're right. It's that we just so often address, like we're more reactive rather than proactive. And I mean, yes, Abby is one of, I'm sure tons of business owners that have that philosophy, but I think we can take something away and apply it to what's happening in our schools and our classrooms. And even as like parents, you know, I, I try really hard when I think about my, my kids, teachers, I try to send that positive email every once in a while, because we know that sometimes teachers only get the the concerns or some of the, you know, they get some of that negativity. So if there's opportunities for us to send some positivity, a quick thank you, it doesn't have to be anything big, but you know, just little things like, you know, the, you had a big concert, send the music teacher. I thank you for giving up their night and conducting an awesome concert. That's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah. You know, just little things like that, I think is, can really help. And as teachers, can we do that for either other staff members or volunteers that come in our classrooms or, you know, like the secretary or the school nurse or just anyone to show just a little bit of appreciation? I do feel like goes a long way because sometimes we get so bogged down in addressing concerns rather than just being grateful. Well, and I will say, and I think this is going to highlight a very poor characteristic that I am working on in myself, but I feel like I do that when I feel as though someone's doing me a favor, Yeah. but I rarely do that when I feel like, well, I'm giving my time too. So for example, like the music teacher example, I'm like, well, that's her job. And it's like, well, yeah, but actually no, like that is still, even if it was her job, even if the volunteers chose to be there, even if the parents should have been there because it was their kid. Right. Like, you can still show appreciation even if it wasn't completely. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to phrase that. I'm sorry. I'm not good with my. <laughs> you need to drink your coffee. Your I know. mildly warm coffee. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? I feel like yes. when I volunteer, I'm like, well, I don't need to thank the volunteers. I volunteered too. And it's right. Like, like it's that idea of 
some things are assumed or part of like they're a given. Yeah. And so, but I think it, it's important for us to remind ourselves, especially, I know we've talked about this before on various lives, but like just where we are at in society, I think we, we need as much appreciation, praise, words of affirmation, all of the things as much as possible, because those are the things that are going to keep getting us through the days that are hard or the days that are, you know, we're exhausted because yes, we'll use the music teacher for an example. Like, yes, that might be a part of her contract and yes, it's an expectation, but I'm going to guess she's got kids at home that she left or she missed dinner or she missed bedtimes or whatever so that our students, our kids could have a good night. And so all those parents could see what they've been working on. And so why not? What it takes, like I did it last year. It took two sentences. It was just like, thank you so much. It was an awesome night. I like our daughter has loved being in your class and it took no time out of my day, but my hope is that it made an impact on theirs. And that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. I wonder if we can challenge ourselves, each other here. I'd love to hear in the comments, like commit to sending a quick text, sending an email to somebody right now this morning, even though it's early (laughs) and just saying like, Hey, this is something I saw. I really appreciate it. Even if it's something that they should be doing, like, even if you're texting your principal bright and early in the morning to be like, Hey, the staff meeting yesterday went really well. Thanks for facilitating Mm -hmm. that so well. Like, yes, they might've had to have the staff meeting, but it's still meaningful that they like, did a great job for you to ensure right. that it was successful. So I'm, I'm trying to think of who I'm going to message, maybe a colleague. I think I'm going to message somebody that I work with day to day. You know, who was really good at this? It's still really good Jeff. Yes. Jeff is pretty good at this. Jeff oh. is pretty good at this, but Livia Chan is phenomenal oh. at this. Liv is so good at this. Yeah. If you have not connected with her, you have to go find her on social media. She is just like spreads joy and radiates love in all the things she does. But one thing that she is very vocal about, and if she's on a podcast or in any of her blogs is showing appreciation when in the moment. So it's that I appreciate you not assuming that that person just knows it, but actually sending them a message. And every, like I, every time she would send me a message, it was like perfectly timed where she didn't know, but it was like, you know, those mornings where you're like, you spill your coffee, your hair looks terrible. The kids are like crazy. And you would get this message from Liv that was like, Hey Katie, I hope you have a great day. I just wanted to know, like, I'm so appreciative of all that you do with the, you know, our team. And I was like, gosh, Liv, you are like, are you here? Do you see that I'm having a bad day? So again, sometimes that timing is like perfect. Even if you don't even plan that it can really kind of turn a person's day around. So that's our challenge. I know it's on the end of the episode, but our challenge is send an email, a text, a letter. You could write a little post-it and put it in someone's mailbox, but find a way to bring some positivity to someone else by showing how appreciative you are of them. So does that mean this episode's over because we already did the challenge or should we still do the team talk section? We should probably do the team talk. People probably want some meat and potatoes in this. Oh, we need, this is the meat and potatoes, but here's the deal. Can I have meat, potatoes, and hot coffee? Can someone come over to my house for just a minute and heat up my coffee? Like, I don't see what the big deal is. I can't. You're a mess. (laughs) We'll be right back.
Hey everyone, welcome back to Teach Better Today Morning Show, where the Teach Better team gets to be live every single morning, Monday through Friday. Katie Miglin and I are here to get into our team talk. This is the meat and potatoes of the episode. That's what I really believe. And I think Katie makes fun of me every time she quotes that, but it is. It's like the meal. This is like where the good stuff is supposed to be, you know? It is, but I've just now realized, what if you're vegetarian? Okay, all, okay. Here's the deal. You either listen to the show because you like the really ridiculous shenanigan banter, or you listen to the show because you want to be a better educator and a small little strategy or tip is going to really enhance your, your, your instructional style every single day, or you want both. And I don't know that we can always promise both. So my hope is that this is a time that forces Katie and I, or whoever from the Teach Better team is here to be like, hey, what what should we do today to be a little bit better? Otherwise, you would just sit here and talk about kids, coffee, dogs, bedroom designs. I have so many updates for all of you, by the way, if you've been following my Instagram. Yeah, all the things. All the things. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we do like we do have some value. We just sometimes in the morning, it's also like our first thing we do is in the morning. So we're right. like, hey, good morning. Let's talk about all the things that happened in the last 12 hours. Right. Like, do you know that I'm having surgery literally 10 days from today? Like, that's all I can focus on. Like, I know that we're supposed to be talking about education, but I'm like, uh-huh. we'll talk about that in a later <laughs> episode. What was that? Josh, be ready to record. I can't. I can't. Hey, this is a real, for real topic. Um, okay. okay. So admin mastermind that happens every single Tuesday. It's exclusive to leaders. Like if you're an educational leader, principal, coach, assistant, director, whatever you are in education. A leader. A leader. If you're a leader, um, we meet every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern to just mm -hmm. get together, share problems of practice, share resources, all that stuff. It recently came up where um, our leadership teams were brainstorming back to school activities for like staff institute days and all that fun stuff. And obviously in August, like we're involved in so many of those days, yeah. kicking off school districts, school years. Um, but I will say, I feel like some of the strategies that were shared in Mastermind are actually really good to do in your classroom in-house as well. So I thought we could brainstorm just a few like really awesome back to school activities because they're not my forte. This is not like where I live in my happy place. But I will tell you, if you're not aware, Katie Miglin is obsessed with really lame games that are like non-threatening, like really, really good icebreakers. But she comes up with like the weirdest garbage. <laughs> like, I don't know where these ideas come from. Hi, my name is Katie and I have a game problem. <laughs> you do. And it's like, not like you're a board game person. Like, I don't no. know you as somebody who's like, hey, it's Tuesday night, let's play cards. But you are addicted to like short, mm -hmm. short, like goofy game. I don't know how to describe it. Like, these are not games that are going to take like an entire, you know, month to organize. No. You just are great at these. And for those of you who have been around for a while, we did like a teach better team retreat where we brought our whole like staff together and Katie like sprinkled in these really weird minute to win it games. And it was the highlight of the retreat. Like it just was. Well, okay. So I want to kind of be like fully transparent. I'm not a competitive person. I, I like games. I like sports. I like all the things, but 
if you're someone that's like, but I'm not competitive, that's not my jam. I'm not either, which is why I like making them ridiculous because at the end of the day, everyone's laughing. And while some people are like cutthroat wanting to win, most people are like, this is ridiculous, but I don't care, you know? But that's what I like. Like games where people can be competitive because it takes this skill or strategy is like a turnoff to me versus I feel like the games that you have designed where I've been forced to participate are have to, they're like so outrageous you can't have any skill to be good at them <laughs> like it's just luck of the draw or like I don't know I just yeah so I'm not saying that you have to pull off I know you did these in your classroom and I know that you've done them in other situations but whether you're a, a leader who's trying to bring this into your next staff meeting which literally could be like a month from now you don't right. do this at the beginning of the year uh or you're a teacher whether you've started or not getting your your students to engage with one another is a huge plus. So even if you've been in school for like four weeks, you can still do these types of activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so totally agree. And you know, what's funny is that I sometimes personally struggled in my classroom because I would get so focused on the things that had to be done. Mm-hmm. And so a shout out to my team that I worked with. Oh, hey, Alfie. Yeah, shout uh, out. You're listening on Teach Bear Talk right now. My dogs decided to join the live stream. I apologize. Uh, but shout out to the team I worked with. They all, we all had very similar mindset and that we wanted a day. We, we typically did it after that first week of school, kind of the like dust had settled. Um, but we had a day where we just like did these fun games for like an hour and it was, it was so fun. Um, but the things that we kind of focused on without like getting too in detail is it was things that did not have to be competitive. It was, you know, like you had to have no skill, no talent, no, intelligence of a certain level you know it was like if it was trivia it was like literally completely random trivia that like sure someone might know but someone else may not um but we also didn't make anything super personal and we did that intentionally because it's the beginning of the year some people have anxiety around you know sharing their favorite color or their favorite thing they did over the summer or whatever and we know there's lots of research about you know kids sharing things and how that might be uncomfortable for them or how some students went to Europe for a vacation and some kids barely left their house. And so we get that. So we focus on literally silly things. So simple minute to win it. You can literally look them up on Pinterest while you're there. Follow the Teach Better team. Um, Ooh, look at that tie-in right there. Golden. That's why I paid her the big bucks. That's right. Um, but also you can just like Google like fun minute to win it stuff. But someone, some of them that we did, literally we prepped in 10 minutes. It wasn't much. Um, I actually was just talking to a group of teachers yesterday and I said, reach out to your parents and ask for supplies. You do not need to break the bank. Most of the supplies we use, we found at the dollar store. So um, like one thing we did was every, like we put the kids in random groups and it was truly random. We didn't let them pick. It was like, you can kind of figure out however you want to do it randomly, but we put them together. They got a bag of marshmallows and a thing of spaghetti and they had to try to build the tallest tower. It required very little skill. They had to work together. And if you were like kind of an introverted kid, you could sit back and kind of watch. Um, We did once where you put like Vaseline on your nose and you had to take cotton balls from one bowl and put it on your nose and shake it again. You, how can you do literally anything but laugh when you're doing that? 
uh, tossing balloons in the air who can keep the balloons up the longest. Like I like the one you did one where people had to sit and have cups on their head and we had to throw pom poms in. Yep. You can only throw one pom-pom at a time, but I grabbed a handful and just tried to chuck she, them. She's a cheater. That's definitely true. <laughs> and by um, the way, I still didn't get any in because yeah. pom-poms are really hard to throw. In case you're Right. Like the little like craft pom-poms. Yeah. Um, I don't mean like cheerleader pom-poms. Like <laughs> we're not doing, no. I just mean like the little. Yeah. They're like lighter than marshmallows, but yeah. they're like the size of mini marshmallows. Yes. Marshmallows so, would be great. Those you could yes. whip at someone. Don't do you. Don't do marshmallows. I have used marshmallows before. Those are good, except for when kids step on them and then they get smashed. And then Ew, it's yeah. No, the colored pom poms are fine, and nobody can throw them, no matter how skilled right. you are. If you were like a baseball pitcher, you still would struggle throwing a pom pom. Yes, but if you are someone that wants to do something fun. 100% support it. I mean, even like just random, would you rather questions, anything like that to just, I know we call them icebreakers, but like literally just to get kids, like kind of laughing your kid who comes in and is mad at the world. We know, you know, those kids are there. They even like to break a smile because how can you keep a straight face when someone has a cotton ball attached to their nose with Vaseline? Like you just can't, you can't keep a straight face. And also just do not force any student to participate. Our rule that I felt like was kind of the sweet spot was every student had to stay with their group. And if it was a, an activity that required multiple participants, you had to rotate the participants. But it wasn't like, you know, we made sure to be mindful of like it didn't require a skill. It might be was like they had to take something and drop it off and bring it back. Or, But if you need help brainstorming, this is totally my jam. Um, but I just, I love starting the year with something fun and silly because it just gets everyone kind of relaxed, including us as an educator. Cause sometimes we have 30 faces staring at us and we are trying to say names that if you're like me, you're butchering or you're, you know, trying to like manage all the things. It's like a few minutes of just pure silliness. And sometimes that's all we need to start the year off successfully. So I love this. So good. Katie, thanks so much for sharing these ideas. I hope people reach out for more information and we're going to wrap up the show here and celebrate the fact that it is time to get our day started. We hope you all have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in to Teach Better Talk morning show. We'll see you soon. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, we would love a five-star review. <laughs> the comments are always so entertaining. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. 